Chow, it's your girl Cubonicus back with another episode. And today, instead of, you know, plugging a black business, which we probably still gonna do, um, we're gonna have a discussion with some of my friends about a recent article that came out um, titled, Young Men Giving Up on Marriage, Women Aren't Women Anymore. And, you know, it was shared on Facebook and the post lit up. So I was like, wait a minute, child, we gotta, we gotta talk about this. So today we have the Miss Kia Ravon. Hi. We have Armando Mendoza. Hola. <laughs> and we got Jory Luster. How you doing, everybody? Yes, I am so excited to talk to y'all. So I actually like went through the, you know, went through the post. I'm like, who I want to get? I strategically picked people whom I felt had like really different views about life in general. So that, you know, that definitely helps steer the conversation. So I just kind of want to give you guys the opportunity just to like kind of give your opinion on the article first. So we can start with um, Kiara. Oh, me first, huh? You got to go first, Chad. Um, okay, first of all, I just hate the, the whole women aren't women anymore. First mm-hmm. of all, I just, it's so derogatory it's so subjective but I personally think that young people are still getting married they're still having marriages and marriage is still the goal for a lot of young people um I've been married before and I was married very young I married at 18 um and I'm divorced now but uh, marriage is still my goal mm-hmm. so any person that um I'm with I feel personally like has to have that type of mindset but if they were to come with, to me with a mindset that feel like, oh, I'm not marrying because women aren't women anymore, that's like an automatic block. Like, I don't, <laughs> I just, I'm trying to understand where they get that mindset from because I know yeah. a lot of young people that are still getting married. A, yeah. lot, a lot of young people, that's, that's the goal. So it's just like, I have to listen to a man and understand, I don't understand what they mean by that. Women aren't women anymore. Like, what are y'all trying to say? Yeah. So, so Jory, what was your opinion um, based on the article? I'm going to be real. Um, I felt it was very, very one-sided. Okay. Like, I feel like to the point where, I mean, I, and, I, and I feel like this is towards, all right, I'm just going to be real. I'm just going to be real. I be feel real. Like this, be real. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I feel <laughs> like this is more towards like a white conservative man mm. type of abuse because you got to think about it. Like, I feel like with the black community and, you know, with Latin community, it's mental trauma. That's the reason why a lot of people not really following in that marriage category or, or stopping them to make something great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like it's like one of those things. This, I'll say, I'll say white, uh, that white, left, was that the right class? I'm confused with the Confederate people. That's the uh-huh. Well, I don't know what Yeah, the right. And then, and then also, <laughs> I think it's also like men who like, how like Africans from, you know, a lot of Muslim Africans, they have that, my wife stay at home cook. That's right. it. But it's just one of those things now, like, we, we're dealing with, so the Great Depression, um, I'm big on history, the Great Depression, one of the reasons, main reasons is the man would get drunk and leave the wife, and the wife couldn't get a job. And I feel like now, like, you know, like, women in general has been, have been fighting as much as minorities have been fighting for their rights and their laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, too, is that, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, hell, hell, my wife making more than me, I'm, I'm happy, like, you know, my thing is, can we work together? Can we can we collide? Can we 
can we become something bigger than we are? And that's one thing I feel like the article didn't say. Okay. Um, it was more person about who's the head of the household and making people feel comfortable. All right, I can go over days. But yeah, that's that's in my <laughs> view. Come, that's my view. We're gonna come back to that though. But Armando, what was your opinion on the um on the article? I agree with them. Uh the, the first thing you said is it, it, that that article is very one sided. It very much is. And you know what? What the, even even the the headline of it, women aren't women anymore. But well, who's to determine who's to determine what women are supposed to be because you know what i mean in my marriage you know my my wife she uh she doesn't cook i cook you know and of course everybody everybody entitles like you know, oh the women are supposed to know are, are you know they're supposed to know how to cook who's the, who's the, who's to say that who's right. to say this who's to say that about what what the what each gender is supposed to be me personally and you know think of, think of me differently but you know what i am not a handyman when, when there's something wrong in the house, whether it's plumbing or uh, electrical or any kind of repair, my wife, uh, she's the person to go to. She is. So we both, as, you, know, you know, male and female in our relationship, we both have our strengths and our, I want to say weaknesses, but things that we're, let's just say we're not good at. <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not good at handyman stuff, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a big cooker. I, I know how to clean very well. My wife does not know how to clean very well. They're just these things, these st stereotypes that people believe that each gender, sh you know, should know, especially in their marriage. It's, I, I, I didn't, I didn't like what that article was saying about, you know, women are not women anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? It's with what was going on in my in my marriage just recently. Uh, you know, I want to say just recently, about like a couple years ago. You know, my wife was going through a postpartum depression. I was working a lot in the restaurants, and um, you know, I I was not the supportive husband that I should have been. Uh, during those times and um, you know it's I, you know I, I want to say it's not really relative to the article but in a way it, it, it is but it just you know it's something like that it's like what you know women are not women anymore I, I did not understand what that meant and that's what kind of intrigued me to read that article because I mean who's to say what women should be what men should be right. you know it's just, you know what's the most thing about the most important thing about marriage is that love and you know what? What circulates around that love is trust, compassion, appreciation, all the all the stuff. So yeah. you know what? I mean, I, yeah, I I saw that article very one-sided. So I agree. I do think the article was one-sided. I definitely agree with Zori in the sense that uh, it came from a white male power point yeah. of view, and not necessarily a person who just doesn't see marriage as the goal, right? So I think he already touched on something like she was once married but now I'm divorced, but I still see marriage as my end goal. Like that's still something that I want to accomplish. And I think mm -hmm. that millennials are getting this bad rap, right? Because we're not getting married as young as most folks are. Like here's my only friend who I know got married at 18. I don't have nobody in my life that I know got married that young. And even <laughs> when me and her were talking, I was like, oh, hell no, nah. I could never, I would never. <laughs> Everybody said it, child. Everybody. And, and to be quite honest, I don't think that I was too young to get married either. I just think that we grew in different directions. So since yeah. we grew in different directions, we wanted different things about a life and we wanted different goals. We had different aspirations. So we separated and that's fine. Like, and um, what also is okay is that um, with our new millennial, newfound wokeness or whatever you want to call it, marriage is not everybody's goal. Everybody don't want to be married. And yeah. that's also okay. So when people say that women aren't women anymore, just say that you don't want to be married. 
Don't say that it's a it's a woman's problem that you don't want to be married. That's yeah. that's dumb. So or just marriage in a row. Yeah, one of the things in an article, and I'm gonna see if I can find the exact quote. Um, and it pretty much touched on that when a relationship fails, it's always the men's fault. It's always it's always the man's fault. And I was just kind of like, when I was reading it, I'm like, huh? Who said that? Because I don't necessarily feel that it's always the man's fault. I always, I always personally feel like it's the fault of lack of communication a lot of the times. And and because it's a, a fault of lack of communication, there are so many other things that build on top of that, right? So it's like, if we're not communicating, we're probably not talking about finances. We're probably are in like a fucked up situation. We're probably not having sex. Like now those things are kind of like built up on top of each other instead of it being like a, oh, if we would have just talked about the core issue, maybe we could have got past everything else too. You know? Yeah, I'll be the yep. first one yeah, to say, yeah. I, I, I ended my marriage. If somebody asked, <laughs> I decided to go ahead and let that go. I'm not gonna lie to you. At the end of the day, I just, it's we too young to be unhappy. Like, it's, it's no. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody says that, you can blame it all on me, child. I, listen. Jory, I know both of us, neither one of us are married. Um, but what are your views on, on marriage in general? Like, is that something that you want? Is that something that you and your friends talk about? Like, give me the tea, honey, because I need to know. Right, yeah, I don't mean to be discussing this. <laughs> all right, so... So I'm not married. Um, do I want to be married? Yes. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, a little tricky. Um, the now I'll just I'll go overall. Now my friends, some of them are married, and sometimes I do like to be around their energy. Uh, you know, they're happy, and that's all you really need. People actually happy to roll. That's what you need. You don't need really bottles and clubs and stuff like that with it. But as far as you want to go deep in dating, or what do you want to know? Like, what's 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 part of the your views on marriage? Like, is, so you oh, say that, that you necess- you do want to be married. So when you're okay, so when you're dating, mm-hmm. are you dating currently? No. Uh, I, I feel like well, I'm, I'm having like <laughs> so all right. So I, I'll just be real. So I'm having conversation. I got levels to my when I say I want to date somebody. Okay. Because it's not because so it's one of those things I had to learn. Like I can't rush into things. I refuse to rush into things. And every time I rush into things, it always turns crazy. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I also want to fill out somebody in the mental or where their mental state is. Because the biggest problem I bump into with dating is a lot of people, you know, didn't close their last door. At all. Didn't close the last door. So, so let me, let me, I can bring up scenarios and it just seemed like it was, I'm rushing, they're rushing into the last relationship to mm-hmm. pick off what that was with another body. You know what I'm saying? And so, what, and, then, and then after, let's say the relationship isn't what they want or isn't what they expect because maybe that dude cheated or something and they expect that out of me. Mm-hmm. So for me not to mm-hmm. follow that role, then they go back to what they was used to. Okay. You know, yeah, just just to uh, complicate it. I mean, I, I do want marriage, but I want it, and I'm not very. I want it to be neutral, and you know, again, just filling each other out. Because again, I believe in a moment when sex is added to the equation, it gets complicated. You know, huh. and a lot of times there's energy huh. where there's energies where you can have sex with somebody, 
and they can rub off on you differently than what you used to because either that's too toxic or not toxic enough that you're not used to. Mm. Okay. So go back yeah, to the energy though. So I'm gonna how old were you when you and your wife got married? Uh 25, 26, my bad. Ooh, 26. Okay, so it was like, so y'all been married for about like five, six years. Yeah, it's gonna be five years, yeah. So what is the difficulty that you're seeing? And like, obviously you, you spoke a little bit on like the postpartum, which is a big thing that's finally being discussed for women. Cause I feel like people just swear it's just so hard to have the kid. It's not that it's after the kid get here and you feel like you can't find oh, your yeah. anymore. So what has been the difficulty outside of that instance within your, your marriage? Um, well, you know what the, the most difficult thing, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, a short long story or a, a, long, a short a short version of my long story um the way me and my, my wife met and it kind of plays into the difficulties that actually uh we used to have um long story short back then uh over five years ago i was previously engaged and um you know you know she went to vision no with us i mean but, okay. um i was previously previously engaged to her uh for about half a year so it was about like you know, five, six months, I was previously engaged to her, to uh, my ex-fiance. So, and then uh, at the restaurant, I met my wife, um, Ashley. She was my bartender back then. Um, and you know what? I, I've, I've never cheated on anybody. I've always been faithful. Believe it or not, I've always been the one that's always been cheated on or hurt on. Um, so, um, I was engaged, and then I hired my bartender, my, my wife, and... Um, uh, I started feeling some emotion towards towards my wife, my bartender, you know, feelings for her. And, you know, the more I hung out with her and, you know, got to know her, I'm like, man, this this girl is really something. She really is. Um, and then long story short, I became unfaithful. I did cheat on my ex-fiance uh, to be with my wife now that I have. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so the way that me and my wife got together was not the right way to go about it you know definitely not I, that i definitely regret it's the way i went about it about you know <laughs> cheating on my ex-fiance that's the one thing i regret but i don't regret meeting my wife definitely not because you know i have a beautiful family now and anyways to go on with that um so there was a history of cheating you know, on my part so but that you know that's, she knows that that's not the person that i am you know i'm not a cheater um but um so, you know, we, you know, we, we got together, we started dating, um, we moved fast, but we did. And, you know, I'm not a fast mover. I'm not, you mm -hmm. know, I like to take things slow and, uh, uh, but you know what, it wasn't necessarily, it was going, it was going fast, but it felt natural. It wasn't being any, it wasn't anything out of effectuation or, you know, pressure, everything was just coming normal. It was. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it felt different for once. It was, it was, it was something I've never felt with any of my previous relationships it with my wife. Like it, it, um, it did, it, it very much did. And it's, uh, it was different. It really was. So, you know, we moved fast, you know, we got together in, uh, in October. We finally found out that we had our first child or we're, we, that she was pregnant in January. So mm -hmm. three months later, <laughs> three months later, uh, and then we had our little girl, uh, Penelope. She's uh, going to be five this year. Congratulations. Um, and uh, thank you. Thank you. And then uh, two years later, we had our, our son, Milan. 
He just turned three yesterday. So, you know, Aww, you know happy we, we birthday. Moved fast. We moved fast. Oh, thank you. you and you uh, know what? I'm sorry, I kind of forgot, but. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was just saying, like, you know, I feel like as long as the speed matches, as long as y'all understand each other, that's, that's, that's the game. You know, I mean, it's just the fact that yeah. I feel like, you know, it's all about making sure that person is in the same head as you. You know, y'all run together. And, and right. as long as, exactly, I mean, man. I yeah, think you Steve, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're, you're, I mean, you're right. Exactly. We, we, I mean, I'm not a fast mover. And, you know, I didn't ask her, like, hey, do you like to move fast? And you don't ask people that. You don't. Right. You know, we just, you know. I just, we just went with the flow. We just, you know, we were both on the same boat. We were. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't. Honestly, I wanted a family young. I did, you know. I, I know I'm I'm 30, I'm gonna be 31 right now, and uh, you know, I I have four kids now. You know, I, I have two between me and my wife, and then my wife had two from her previous marriage. So I have four kids, and I'm like, man, that's plenty. I'm done. And but yeah. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted yeah. to have a family. I want to have a family young. So when I get older, me and my wife can enjoy life. Come on. Um, but um, right, exactly. everything's going good according to plan. <laughs> the plan, but I'll tell you now. Um, you know, something happened after we had our uh, child, Milan, our three-year-old. You know, she was going through some uh, postpartum depression, and you know what? As a you know, as a man, I didn't really know too much about it. I didn't really get into it. I didn't really read up on it. I didn't get acknowledge myself in it. I know what I know of it. I just don't know in detail like what it can do to a woman. And. Um, <laughs> Not that I just blew it off, but I just didn't give her the support that she needed. So um, that was going on after our son. And, you know, long story short, my wife uh, cheated on me. Um, it was uh, heartbreaking. It was, you know, it was devastating. It was the worst feeling ever. And um, I thought it, that was I thought that was over. You know, that, that was it. Um, I didn't really ask, you know, ask for any explanation. I'm like, that's it. Um, I didn't want to, you know, and of course I still loved her. Of course, all my heart, I still loved her. Of course, that's the mother of my child, my children. Um, but you know, there was that hate, that hate, that frustration of what the pain that she caused me. Um, but you know what? I gave up so much in my life and I sacrificed so many things in my life to be with her. I'm like, I am not gonna, you know, go without a fight. I am not going to try and make this work because yeah, that, that hurt me a lot, but you know what? Um, there, I still I still found hope. You know and, what? And, you know, of course, you know, I will never That speaks volumes of, like... I agree. That speaks volumes, and I think, I think for me, um, so my listenership understands that I am Black and I am Cuban. And so I have two sides of my life that I, that I have lived. I have my Black side, I got my Afro-Cubano side, and I got all of these things that's going on in my household. And one thing that I do know that both sides of my um, ethnicity has taught me is that shit get hard in your marriages and in your relationship. And people fuck up. And they make mistakes. And, you know, people cheat or people lie. Or there's things that happen there. But like you said, Armando, are you willing to throw every sacrifice that you made for this relationship already over the one mistake that they made? And so, like, I think that, and, and I hate to put this all on millennials, but I know the millennials that I know. This is the cancel culture. 
we be done with a mug just for like the simplest shit. Like, oh, you see not open, it's over. Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's why, though there are so many of us that's getting married and having kids and settling down, there are studies that's showing that we're not doing it at the rate of, you know, our parents or our parents' parents. Yeah. Well, I personally feel like because there's so many resources and women and men are so much more empowered and we have so many more things that we know versus our parents and our grandparents. Mm-hmm. So we're not settling anymore. And I will say that I was with my ex-boyfriend for three and a half years and we didn't get married. And it's just like, we're just not settling for things that aren't gonna make us happy. I truly, truly, truly believe, like I said, there is somebody for everybody. For any, yeah. every single quirk, every single issue, every single problem that you have, there is somebody for everybody. And I just don't believe that you have to stop looking for that just because somebody is nice to you. Yeah. Just That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, I don't care. If somebody is nice to you, don't mean you gotta I marry them. And that's it. Yeah, it's that's- because like, okay, I can say I like this, this, and that about you. And I can even work on the things that I don't think I can live with. I can work with you. If you feel like, oh, it's give and take, it's sacrifices and stuff like that, anything. But one of my uh, very, very good friends, my very good friends, uh, I met her on the internet and she told me, she said, no, you're not going to have to sacrifice anything for the person that's for you. And I just thought that was so empowering because now here I am with the person that I'm with now. This is we just celebrated one year on Monday. We celebrated one year on Monday. And it's just like I literally have not sacrificed anything that I feel like makes here. And I feel like he hasn't had to sacrifice anything that makes him. So it's just like sacrificing. She's not necessarily saying that there is not stuff you're gonna have to give up. She's just saying that there you're not sacrificing things about yourself. Right, you don't have to lose yourself in a okay. Because I'm like, now it's sacrifices in relationships now. Well, no, it's sacrifices as far as okay, being monogamous, (laughs) it's sacrifices as far as, but even if you don't want to be monogamous, it's a person for that too. It's a whole movement for that. So, I'm serious. People who don't want to, they want to be in poly relationships. It's so many different types of poly relationships. If that's what you want, it's a a person for you. I promise you, it is. So, for me, it's like. No, I want to be monogamous. I want to have a lot of kids. I want to be in a relationship. I want to be crazy. I want to be able to still wear the clothes that I like. I want to go out with my friends and not have to be monitored five minutes. Ahead. I want to be able to take girls trips and guys trips. <laughs> and stuff. So I'm curious. And that's just who I am. I travel that's a lot. You're going to have to come. Or if you don't want to go, you're going to have to be comfortable with me going. Yeah. Uh, I feel you on that. And I just feel like that's the thing. It's like so many people feel like once you get ready to start talking about these rings and talk about marriage, then all of a sudden the rules want to change and oh, this, this, that, and the other. If you don't do this, this, that, and the other, then I don't want to marry you anymore. And if you don't want to do this, this, that, and the other, then I'm not proposing anymore. Boy, fuck you. I don't. And that's the thing I told my, uh, my ex. All of a sudden, year three, year four, now all of a sudden, you don't like the way I dress. You don't like the way I um I go on girl trips. You don't like this. You don't like that. Boy, you don't have to deal with me. Well, you don't. I mean, that's an accurate, that's an accurate statement. I do think that I want to go back to, I want to go back to toxicness and I want to go back to sacrificing, right? Because, because our generation, like I said earlier, like we are the cancel fucking culture we we will can't we canceled 
damn it, they damn near canceled Bill Cosby. They canceled him. They took him off there. We don't care. We're going to cancel you. If it come out that Jesus did something, I won't be surprised if this generation be like, and Jesus canceled too. Like, I don't know what the hell is going on. But yeah, mostly did. You know, we got a lot of witches now too. A lot of spiritual yeah. asking. But, wow. but I um also, with saying that, one thing that that scares me about life and I'm 31. I'm 31 and it's not necessarily looking as if like I'll be married tomorrow, right? And so there's a part of me as a woman and after reading this article, I'm like, damn, what they mean by women not being women anymore? Because there's a part of me that I, I, I want to be accomplished in my life, but I also feel like those accomplishments mean nothing if I have no one to share it with when I get old, right? And so it's like, yeah, I did all of these things. I finished school. I'm almost done with grad school. My son is 10 and he's amazing. And I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing all of these things that I feel like make me happy. But am I going to have someone there when I'm 70 to look back on those things and be like, yeah, now we live in lavish because we did all of these other things. Like, am I going to have that? And that scares me. Yeah, I, 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 man, I agree. I mean, I, I would say everybody's real on here. I respect that. So I got to be real too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know that's my biggest fear too. Like I want I wanted to be married young. You know I wanted to be like having like four kids by now. Um, but that wasn't God's plan for me. But I will say, yeah, this generation is, is very interesting. I will say people compare us to the old, but they didn't have social. They didn't have places to look. They didn't have like you know I feel like now like people are now treated like trends. Like one minute they popular, one minute they not because it's not the newest thing they want. It's like almost like you got to compete with a phone and technology and upgrade just to stay popular, relevant in a relationship sometimes. Mm. Um, I said, I mean, I can sit there and tell y'all stories. I guess, you know, Orlando, is that, is that how you say your name? Armando. 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 Okay, my apologies. Since you've been real, I'll be Very real. Good. Like, um, one time I went to. Uh, one time I went to go see a young lady and, uh, she, you know, she was in uh, Texas. And, you know, it was, you know, just, I, I said, I need to see it for myself. The energy and everything was right on the phone. But in person, it was a different story. But then I saw her mom. And her mom had that old school soul thing. But the young one was more like, you see what happened on Facebook? Instagram, I was like, I don't want to talk about all that time, you know? Mm. And it, it's one of those things, again, like that just showed me, that was a culture shock for me right then and there. And then she brought the nerve to say like, oh, you from Chirac, you don't know how to act. I'm looking like, what? Uh, <laughs> you know? The <laughs> opposite done, I technically was, it was just, it was just such a before and after, you know, and what she's seen on me. And the biggest thing, people have that persona before thinking in the room who you are. Instead of getting to know. The old school way is like, I'm going to get to know you. We're going to see if it works. The new school is like, oh, I already know you before you walk in the room. You know, I know how you look. I know how you dress. I know who you are. You know, and yeah. And if it changed, they, they decide to go outside of it. But, I, you know, it is scary, like, looking forward in the future and saying, will I have that partner in crime? Would I have somebody to travel with? Would I have somebody sit there and say, we can build an empire together instead of leaning just on me to build that empire? Right. And and don't get me wrong, like I understand when somebody's down, but not make it a lifestyle. And that's the biggest problem. I feel like too, with women fighting their rights, I feel like there's a lot of people, I, I would say this in, um, I don't know how to say it, don't say it, and I apologize if I offend anybody, but I feel like there's people who's not taking advantage. 
who wants to sit back and, and act like they're back when they didn't have no rights, but yeah. then act like they have rights when they don't have anything and not trying to work for me. And I feel like that's the biggest problem. And I also, I feel like too, there are, and this is, now I'll say this too, like it's not all one size fault. It's take, it takes two to build an empire or a family. So mm -hmm. I really have to blame. There's sometimes, there's some women and men who've been in a relationship that haven't healed yet and decided to move on to the next one without really assessing themselves to say like, this is what I need to work on to become better. Instead of that, like I said earlier, they just walk into it and expecting the same thing or expecting to continue with another person. Woo, so, shit. like, all, all, all that stuff. Now, come that on, Prince Jory. Nah, but you know, but you know, right. what I'm saying? like, like I, I was a product of a divorce. So, okay. I mean, I love my people. So, I've seen all the actions. And the only thing I really want is peace. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, you know, that's the only thing I want. I, I mean, I really. You know, it, you know everything else. I just want peace. Like loyalty is my biggest thing. Marriage is my biggest thing. But peace is the ultimate of everything. Like I want to just come to the home and fall asleep, you know, or hang out with my kids. But I don't want to be a point where there's arguing back to back. You know, all this drama. You know, drama. And while I thought I was, um, because of how the divorce went, I thought I was uh, the product of it. I felt like I was the reason of because the only male was my father, my uncles. We get it. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I really had that male. I really had that male leadership become when I came later. So it was kind of like understanding what is a man first before anything. Without having, uh, I'll say my dad was a great example. Don't get me wrong, but outside of that area of, of toxic and arguments and stuff, who else can I lean on for guidance? And I never really had that. So I had to really adventure on my own and ask questions why. And for a while, like I felt like I felt like I was um, when I was sit when I sit there, I feel like I was the guy. I won't, I'm gonna wrap this up real quick. I mm -hmm. feel like I was the guy that was bringing toxic toxicness because I wasn't taught. I was taught more of a a man supposed to be there no matter what for a woman. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't. It wasn't really clear that there's people having their own issues, having their own battles that you can't fix. If you can't, and a lot of people. And a lot of people don't know that because a lot of times it goes back to household. Back in the old days, you had neighbors such and such. You had a village. The yep. whole block yeah. was looking after you. Now, you don't got that. Such and such could probably screw you over and such and such. I mean, I heard stories. There was one, one time, um, I, I, well, somebody was dating her. Now, it was a church. And one one pastor messed around with another pastor's wife that had, was cheating on another pastor. You know, it's just all of this stuff, you know, all together. Yeah. You know, it, it just gets crazy. That's all. Okay. I'm sitting back. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, <my> intro. <laughs> I, I really do enjoy conversations like this. I think it's so dope. Y'all actually making me want to just do this more often. Um, but before we wrap up, I want to make sure that y'all drop y'all social media in case people want to follow y'all after this because who knows? I might tell y'all come back and we can talk about some more stuff. So I'm going to go in the order in which my screen is so i'm gonna start with key um if you want to tell people where to follow you and what you're up to um no don't follow me no i'm just <laughs> <laughs> um no uh but my page is private it does have to be accepted but my tag for instagram is at love lady key and my facebook page is kiara vaughn you can find me there um, I do end up talking a lot because my boyfriend likes to do certain things like this. He's uh, 
starting these every Monday Facebook Live. His name is Benjamin Williams. So look, check us out. We're trying to do these relationship vlogs at least once a week. So I love that stuff. Okay, Dory, what you got going on? Well, Dory, <laughs> y'all can find me. Uh, I'm on IG, um, Door Rock. Okay. And then Armando, we got the business, the the whole restaurant that I need to come and get me some food, but we can talk later. <laughs> you can go, ahead. go ahead and plug the restaurant. It's, uh, yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant. We're in uh we're just in northwest Indiana. We're uh we got six locations in um That's dope. Uh, Munster, Sherville, Maryville, um and uh Chesterton Valparaiso and Portage. Okay. And, uh, it's all yeah. We're we're all it's all family owned. Just me, my dad, and my uncle. And drop the name. Oh sh- shit, <laughs> Osalto. <laughs> oh yes. So yeah, I really appreciate yeah. y'all coming. I'm gonna come. You know, I went to high school in Indiana. I don't have no problem coming to Indiana and getting no food. But I really appreciate y'all coming and giving y'all different opinions on you know where we stand as a generation. I feel like we kind of got a little bit of everything. And this was like super dope. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Hey, so yeah, stay tuned. Sure. Yes. So stay tuned, y'all, and I'll be right back. Whoopcha. Quarantine still going on, honey. And guess what? Those kids still getting on your nerves, child. So why not take yourself on over to funcubed.com and order you and those kids a fun yet educational activity to do while you're still in quarantine. Listen, I understand the world is slowly opening back up, but it's not all the way open yet. And those kids still need to learn stuff through the summer and still need to keep busy. So go ahead, go to funcubed.com and tell them Cubana sent you. Whoosh, how? Shout out to my homies for coming through and talking about marriage, especially during all of this entanglement shit we got going on. Listen here, honey. Y'all already know what time it is. Yes, honey, it's time for hot topics. I'ma just jump right on into these hot topics because whoosha, it's a whole bunch of them. Of course, we gonna start with what's trending right now, okay? So, y'all remember on the last episode, I told y'all that August and Jada Pickett had a little thing going on. Jada's camp released some statements saying that wasn't true. Will's camp released some statements saying he didn't give his blessing. Now, they didn't came to the red table, chat, and they, came in and said it did happen. And in the words of Jada, honey. Were separated amicably. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, which he's not. I think, so I mean, cause this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what? You and I decided we were gonna take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. 
Yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. I was in a lot of pain and I was very broken. Now. Yes, baby. She used the word entanglement, but you peep how we all just um, corrected her right on up. And entanglement, Jada, y'all had a relationship, honey. Listen, this is, see, this is why, this is why Cubana does not have relationship goals. I don't have celebrities. I don't look at celebrities and be like, ooh, relationship goals. I don't look at Will and Jada and be like, I want to love like Will and Jada. I don't look at, you know, all of these other celebrities like, ooh, I wish I could be just like them. I don't do that. You want to know why? Because they only give us the smoke and mirrors. That's why. They tell us exactly what they want us to know. It's clear enough that every relationship has issues, but you don't see their issues. So all you see is the Claire and Cliff Huxtable. You don't see the Ike and Tina that really might be going on in the background. That's all I gotta say about that, okay? So all of you all that's in entanglements and um, all these other shits, wrap your shit up and make sure you pay your hoes so they can shut the fuck up. <laughs> but in other news, honey, let me just say one thing. I do have like a celebrity crush, right? And my celebrity crush is Rihanna. Not because she a bad bitch, because she is, okay? But because, gee, Rihanna here out here making moves. Listen, we not getting another album, okay? So y'all might as well stop asking sis. I talked to her the other day. I did it, but I did. And she ain't giving us no other another album. We ain't never gonna get it. Now they're ever gonna get it. Not this time, okay? But what she is gonna give us is some more fitty, okay? Fitty skin, which is going to be a, obviously a skin collection, a skincare line, is getting ready to drop. It's lit, okay? I am a hella Fenty Beauty fan. I have everything from the brushes to the contour sticks to the foundation to the lipstick. Okay, to the eyeliner. Let me tell y'all about that eyeliner. Oh my God, it's orgasmic. But this skin line, have y'all seen Sis Skin? <laughs> I'm trying to be like, really, when I grow up, okay? So it just is what it is, honey. So I don't know about y'all, but I definitely signed up for that early release so I can get that young Fenty skin, the face wash, everything. And fellas, she y'all out. According to Riri, and her Twitter, why would she leave y'all out of having beautiful skin too? And I heard she might have something for them beards. <laughs> That's only for you bearded brothers, not the ones who wish they had one. Okay? Right. Just so we're there. And sad news though, and I'm sure everyone has heard about this at this point, but I do want to report on it. Um, uh, Naya, or Naya Rivera from Glee, form, you know, Famously known from Glee. Um, her son was found in a boat with a light jacket on and he was asleep. Um, he pretty much told the investigators that his mommy put him in the boat after they were done swimming or while they were swimming or something happened in that case. But she never made it back to the boat. They eventually did find her body. And, um, unfortunately, she did not make it. Um... The investigators are saying things of the sort like she had enough strength to save her son, but not to save herself. And as a mother, I am so sad to hear this, but I understand completely how we are as parents. We will save our children, we will give them our last. 
And so I am sending my prayers to her son. I'm sending my prayers to the, the Revere family. This is a difficult pill to swallow. Definitely gone too soon. Um, it was definitely a talented soul. So rest peacefully, baby girl. It's definitely very, very much so a sad situation. Um, speaking of sad situations, Brianna Taylor's killers still have not been arrested. I don't care what y'all say. They had a warrant. They can't produce the warrant anymore. Um, it's getting, it's gotten lost in the shuffle is what the reports that we've gotten has said. However, um, Portia Williams, um, Yandy Smith-Harris, and I think her name is Takia Miller or something like that. Tamika Mallory. I don't know who the hell Takia Miller is, but hey, girl. Um, Tamika Mallory were arrested while attending a protest um, calling for the arrest of the officers for Breonna Taylor. Um, the big issue for me here is that they were arrested during a peaceful protest. Now, some are saying, you know, they were trespassing because they were sitting on the lawn um, of an official, but it was very much so peaceful. This is what confuses me about these protests and, and where they happen and when they happen. These, there were over a hundred people arrested, including these three reality TV stars who have been very vocal via their social media about how they feel um, regarding this Breonna Taylor, um, regarding Breonna Taylor's death and the lack of urgency that has come from the office there. But in Michigan, you got people walking around with guns on the Capitol. You got people hanging nooses in front of elected officials' homes on camera like y'all know who did it and they're not arrested so in my head this is still a white black thing no matter what the cause is and i'm i'm really just tired of it and i really pray that brianna taylor's family gets some type of justice and some type of um peace as much peace as they can with losing someone the way that they did um this is just too much for me to handle and it's just been a lot and with it being a lot, other people are starting to comment on things and it's getting them in trouble. And what's getting them in trouble, child, let me talk about Nick Cannon. First of all, Nick been vocal as hell about the black struggle, about, um, about what we can do as people, what we need to do as the culture. Um, Nick been out here making moves, honey. And anybody who ain't say to him, you must be living under a rock. But... Recently, Nick Cannon made some comments on his podcast, on his radio show. Here are the comments that sparked up controversy. Let's go. Let's let's go to what it really is. Then, when we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm -hmm. about who we really are as guys, and, and understanding right. that our melanin is so powerful and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it. So then when you see what, you know, Dr. Uh, Francis C. Wellsman talked about is that fear in that, 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 uh, genetic that annihilation. deficiency mm -hmm. of when you have a person that has, ha has the lack of pigment, the right. lack of melanin, right. that they know that they will be annihilated. So therefore, however they got the power, they, they, they have the lack of compassion. Mm -hmm. That mel melanin comes with compassion. Melanin comes with soul that mm -hmm. we call it. We call it soul. We soul brothers and sisters. That's the melanin that connects us. Right. So the people that don't have it have 
are are a little, and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully, <laughs> are a little less, and 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 where the term actually comes from, because I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan, to where they may not have the compassion or the the when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus, when they when they didn't have the power of the sun that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm -hmm. them. So then they're acting out of fear. They're acting out of low self-esteem. They're acting out of a, a deficiency. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the only way that they can act is evil. The only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm -hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had, because they're in these Nordic mountains, they're in these rough uh, uh, torrential environments. Mm. So they, they're acting as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. And then they built up such this, this, I won't say warrior, but they built up such this 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 conquering mm -hmm. uh, barbaric mentality that they're coming out of Europe. They then said, in order for us to survive, we have to take what's not ours. And then they went into the land that actually where we are originated. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to make friends, they said, we want what you got. Because there's this mentality of the whether it's the Caesars or or even that that we have to conquer. Right, right, right. So I say all that to say the context, and when when we speak of whether it's Jewish people, white people, Europeans. Child, listen. I don't see nothing wrong with what he said. He said what he said, and the fact of the matter is, y'all mad because it's true. But I'm gonna say this much: y'all firing Nick. You just made yourself a Karen. He not once disrespected anyone. And then I also want to be very clear here that there is a full-blown religion that believes that blacks are the true Hebrews, the true Jews. So you just gonna ignore the fact that, that that's a fact for some? Just because it's not a fact for you does, it not, does not mean it's not a fact, okay? So, Nick, we ain't worried about you. Um, he has issued... An apology, but not necessarily for what he said, but for whom he might have offended, which I appreciate because he ain't apologizing for being who he is, and I respect that. Um, did he call for him to come on over to Revolt TV where it is truly black owned? I, in my personal opinion, say don't do that, bruh. Um, go, go do your own shit. Nothing against Diddy, but against Diddy. He's known for giving people bad contracts, and I know we know that Nick is smarter than that, but still, <laughs> bruh. Don't do it. Do your own. Talking about do your own. Listen, Megan. Megan the Stallion. Tori. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. Lays. Fuck is y'all out here doing? Nigga. Tori out here singing his heart out on TikTok just to be out here popping off in motherfuckers. So let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so what had happened was. Apparently, Tori and Megan was at Kylie Jenner's house. Some shit popped off. Some gunshots popped off. Apparently, they were trying to hurt Megan um, in, the, in the statement that she released. 
she was shot in um in the foot or something like that she had to get surgery to remove bullets um tori elaine was arrested and placed in handcuffs for um having a gun so yeah this story is steady unfolding we don't really know what the fuck happened we just know one of them arrested one of them had gunshot wounds we don't know who shot back now hashtag who shot meg is uh is trending on black twitter chat listen i just ain't even got time for it okay i know i ain't got time for they drama but walmart got walmart and sam's club got time for you karens out there so i just want to let it be known karens if you listening honey you gotta wear a mask in walmart or sam's club otherwise you will not be served i am looking forward to your karen tantrums and your videos this is gonna be hilarious Make sure you tag me in it because your girl want to laugh, okay? So, this starts July 20th. You got to wear a mask, Karen. You got to. Put your mask on your face. I don't know what else to tell you. Now, we all know Kanye West said he was going to run for president. I was trying to tell people, you know, I don't know if everybody had to take the the um, the Constitution test in the 8th grade, but you can't just run for president. You got to meet certain qualifications. You got to do certain paperwork. So, when he said, I'm going to run for president... That ain't just how it works. But now it's being reported that he is taking the necessary steps to be able to run for president and that he has filed with the FEC to run for president. I don't know how this is going to go and what's going to happen, but we're going to see. Um, I, I really feel like he's having an episode because he's running under the birthday party when they asked him what party he was running on, Democratic, Republican, Independent, Green. Fam said the birthday party. I Anybody who vote for him, stupid. Then we just get enough for having a dumbass in the office. Now, Kanye might be a brilliant musician, a brilliant musical artist. But, baby, I would not put my goddamn country in his hands. I just don't even understand. Whoo, chap. Um, there's just so much that's going on in, in Hot Topics. It's like, what, what do you, what do you report on it? What and what's don't you chat? Um, so Ocho Cinco and um, what's her name? Evelyn. Evelyn Lozada from um, Basketball Wives or whatever. You know, they used to be married, then they divorced due to what was due to a domestic due to domestic issues or whatever. Chad went on Twitter and made a comment in reply to someone's question. The question was, what's the secret? How do you stay positive? Was it therapy? Not being funny, but really asking for myself. Chad says, I lost my temper for once in life for three seconds and it cost me a lifetime worth of work. I got it all back plus some after getting a second chance and nothing will ever get me out of that happy space again. Well, Evelyn didn't like that shit. And Evelyn went on and posted a video. And she also went on her um, IG and said, if you're going to comment or speak on our past relationship, please speak the truth. You're too old and grown to still be out here lying. Once, hashtag memory loss. Listen, <laughs> Evelyn ain't for none. She posted this video right here. You know, I woke up today to, to, you know, Chad's comment. And as, mu as much as I told myself 
that I wasn't going to respond because it's not the first time that he's made this comment. Um, I'm just tired. You know, I'm really, really tired. And I, for this man to sit up there and say that, you know, he lost his temper for three seconds is infuriating to me, you know? And as much as I'm trying to heal from this situation that's been, I've been dealing with this shit for years, you know, not only because I'm on a show, just everything is just so public. So, you know. She went on to continue in her IG story. Domestic violence is an act that should never be justified or minimalized, um, period. Um, minimized, not minimalized, whatever. Y'all know what I'm saying. She's right though. Um, domestic violence is a very serious issue. I don't even, I try my hardest not even to like play fight with guys and shit like that. Keep your hands to yourself. I'm gonna keep my hands to myself. I'm gonna tell you this much. I know it's easier said than done, but you hit me and you better be able to duck. Cause I ain't gonna sit here and say I can fight a nigga, but my skillet can. <laughs> Try me if you want to. I'm just saying, that's the hot topics. It's just been so much going on in the world, y'all. I just wanna say this. Be safe, be cool, have fun. The world is opening back up. The schools are potentially opening back up. I wanna know who's sending their kids back to school and who's opting for um, who's opting for remote learning still? I know as a parent who's been homeschooling and working from home, I would rather my child remote, remote do remote learning until, and that's like until y'all figure out what the fuck y'all gonna do to keep my baby safe. Cause I ain't sending him to school. Y'all be sending y'all kids to school with the flu and shit. I leave my baby at home when he's sick. So that's what I gotta say about that. Um. But you already know what to do. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you give your girl a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and hit that notification bell, baby, so you don't miss out on these dope podcasts. Okay? And if you're not, still leave a review. I need them. I appreciate them. I love you for it. Make sure you follow your girl at Cubana Kiss on everything. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I look forward to seeing you there, honey. And until then, bye. Mwah.